go, Saturday night, and we are live. Welcome, Christian Television Network, to our platform tonight, as well as everybody else. I hope that you are being blessed in Jesus' name. If you are not, ask him right now. Bless me, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, and he will come through for you. Amen and amen. All right, hopping right to it. Let's let's get to the elections. Uh, You know, everyone's always talking about this is over, that's over, nothing's over. Same things are happening this time as happened last time because of what I said on Thursday night. There are four reasons why the GOP loses. Number one, establishment GOP people like Rona McDaniel, uh, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, many others, establishment GOP actually working against MAGA candidates. Just so you know, that's actually happening. That's actually what did happen. So establishment GOP, no money, no message, and corrupt elections. Those four things are the reason why we lose. Now, why do we keep losing? Because we don't do a daggum thing about any of these things. A lot of times we're afraid to vote for the MAGA challenger to an establishment GOP contender because we think the establishment GOP contender, the the Ben Sasses, the Susan Collins, the Lindsey Grahams, all of them were, we're thinking they're more likely to win. You have to roll the dice because the, as long as you keep, you know, staying, doing the exact same things over and over again and expecting different results, you're just living in insanity. We have to roll the dice and vote out establishment GOP people because all they are is slow walking the leftist globalist agenda. They are leftists themselves. Yes, I'm talking about Mitch McConnell. I'm talking about Lindsey Graham. And Lindsey Graham, who just comes out and says, you know what? We need to do a federal ban of abortions right before this election. Am I in favor of federal ban of abortions? Yes, but you don't say it right before an election to stir up your opposition. Very strange that he did that. And there's a lot of anti-abortion people that came out because of that. Now we worked that in the years that we are, excuse me, the years that we are in office, but you don't say it right before the election. It's strategically stupid. He did it for a reason. It's because of what I've been explaining for a long time now. The establishment GOP and many other Republicans, whether they call themselves establishment GOP, whether they're called rhinos or not, really what they are are leftists. They're put in place on purpose. They're playing the role of a Republican so that you feel like there's somebody in D.C. fighting for you so that they can slow walk the leftist agenda. You're like, why would they want to slow walk it? If they don't slow walk it, everybody gets voted out because... Old school liberals, uh, independents, and Republicans don't want the globalist, leftist agenda or narrative. So they have to slow walk it forward like they've been doing. So they need Republicans in place to play that role so that you believe that Ben Sass is there because Ben Sass occasionally will say, the new president, by the way, of, of the University of Florida, that's frightening. But so they put the Ben Sasses of the world in place, which are largely, by the way, voted in by Democrats on purposes, same as Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski and, and Mitt Romney and numerous others, because they will come in and everybody and then they'll bring them on like the Anna Navarro's of the world on CNN. And say here, here's our Republican. Here's here's somebody who's speaking for the Republicans, all bold faced lies, Bush people. They're all leftists. They're all globalist leftists, uh, really Democrat Democrats who just wear a Republican label to fool you. And they sit there in D.C. and actually work against you. And many of them will come back to their their hometown, whatever that may be, 
and they'll say one thing, but then when they go to DC, they do the exact opposite because, but, but because most people are Hosea 4, 6 destroyed for lack of knowledge. They don't know what their elected Republican does in DC. They only know what their elected Republican does, what their elected Republican says during the campaign in their hometown. But that is it. These people are just playing the role. And that's why we have these four, the four problems. So we have the exact same things going wrong. Lots of good things have happened. We will take the House. We should have taken the Senate with relative ease. But because the establishment GOP is fighting against MAGA Republicans, because there is no message, because there is no money, and we still have fraudulent elections, with a lot of these Senate, Senate Democrats, I, I mean, Senate uh, MAGA Republican candidates, who I, I'm jumping ahead of myself, who I thought would be senators, the Blake Masters of the world, and people and people like that. Even, even I mean, I can't stand Dr. Oz, but I thought he'd win. I really did. I said on Thursday, I put out my mea copa. I was wrong. I thought there'd be a red tsunami. But I didn't realize, well, I, I did realize, I just thought we had enough to overcome it. But we can't. With these four problems in place, we cannot overcome it. We will not win statewide elections, and we will not win national elections until those four problems are taken care of. And they're only taken care of by people like you and I taking up precinct commitment positions, i.e. the Bannon principles, Steve Bannon, Dan Bongino principles that they're espousing, Tucker Carlson's espousing, people who aren't afraid to lose their jobs or even be arrested, the Bannons of the world, uh, you know, to stick with their principles. They, it, they'd rather stick with their principles and be arrested than relinquish their principles and not be arrested. People like that, people like Rodney R. Brown, people like Arthur Pulaski, people like Tony Spell, people like that who are willing to stick with their principles no matter what. We have to be that way. We need to elect people who are willing to vote themselves out of a job. Otherwise, what's the point? If they're going to vote themselves, in, you know, they're going to vote themselves into keeping a job, they're going to have to vote with Democrats. So in other words, what's the point? There isn't any. So here's the thing. So the elections are still corrupt. It's the same thing. Uh, Gateway pundit article, Gateway pundit pick. The steal, it happened again. Votes for uh, from third-party candidates disappear from totals. The same games they were playing from third-party candidates, taking them and assigning them to Democrats. Candidate disappeared from totals hours before being reported. You may not be able to read the numbers. I'll read them to you. That bottom number says 29,000 votes. That top number says 50,000 votes. And the, and the top number came out before the bottom number. So the top number comes out and says, oh, this candidate naming like Diane Sear or something like that, who's an independent who just takes away from Republican votes, which, by the way, is also a Democratic Party uh, platform. That's a Democratic Party plan. It's always put in these Green Party candidates, the independent candidates, to pull away from Republican support. So anyway, we need to do the same thing, by the way. We need to get in the ring and fight by the same rules. So earlier on in the night, she has 50,000 votes. How could her votes that she has already had credited to her account by these infallible machines? They're infallible. Remember, if you question these machines, if you question them, you're a seditionist, you're an insurrectionist and you're a threat to our democracy. So the thing is, earlier in the evening, top, top number, she has 50,000 votes that have been credited to her account by the machine. Then later in the night, at the end of the night, she loses basically uh, 21,000 votes who are credited probably to Chucky e. Schumer. The same exact thing happened in 2020. We haven't done a thing about it because we sent hundreds of millions. That's not an exaggeration. Hundreds of millions of dollars to Rona McDaniel to fight these cases. Everyone always says we never won. We lost all these cases that went to court to challenge the 2020 results. We never lost any case. None of the cases were ever heard. And the cases that were heard, we won. Most of the cases were dismissed for what reason? Lack of standing. In other words, you do not have a right to sue in this case. We had, we had 21 states, including Texas, 
go to the Supreme Court to challenge the corruption that happened in the 2020 election, which is a national election. But our Supreme Court said, which, by the way, was dominated at the time, 6-3 Republican. Our Supreme Court said that those 21 states lacked standing in a national election. This is where we're at. That same Supreme Court, though, overturned Roe v. Wade. It's just, it's just a matter of dealing. It's just, it's just dealing with humanity. That's how it is. But we still have corrupt elections because nobody has done a daggum thing. Of course, this is New York, mega corrupt, sending hundreds of millions of dollars to Rona McDaniel to do something about it, who's the head of the RNC. She does absolutely nothing since 2020. So we have November, uh, November 3rd, 20, 2020, two years later, absolutely nothing done. Nothing. Nothing fixed. Absolutely nothing. Even in places where we have Republican secretaries of state who actually run these elections. Go next one for me, Will. Santa Clara, nothing changes. Here's corrupt California, CC. Santa Clara County, registrar, uh, registrar of voters investigates big bag full of ballots. How many want to bet these are all ours? Found in California Mountain Ravine. They're actually found in, in the San Jose Mountains. Just found there. Noticeably, noticeably hidden cast down a valley so nobody would ever find them. Strange just keeps happening, right? right, Let's go to the next one. Breaking election clerk says uncounted Maricopa County uh, ballots from slot three mixed in the same bag as already counted ballots. Strange. And, you know, I I wonder if those were, if any of those ballots that were mixed into already counted ballots, uncounted ballots, mixed into already counted ballots, in a case, of course, this, this is all being run by Katie Hobbs, Who's actually, who is the current Secretary of State, who should have recused herself from this election process. She did not. She's actually running, which is the biggest clown show in the history of America. And, I, of course, I don't cuss, so I'll just put it this way. The biggest poop show in American history right now is going on in Maricopa County. She's running it, should have recused herself because she herself is running for governor. So here we have slot three. We have uh, not counted votes mixed in with already counted votes. How, many, how much do you want to bet those not counted votes were that not one of them was Democrat. How much you want to bet? Bet in largely Democratic Maricopa County, which still, by the way, here we are Saturday night at approximately 10:45, and they're still not done counting their votes yet in Maricopa County. It'd be about I don't, I don't know, I can't remember exactly how many people live in Maricopa County. Over a million, but in Florida, where we have 22 million people, 22.5 million people live in the state of Florida. We had all of our votes counted. We knew the winners of every single election by about 10 o'clock at night, and our polls closed at eight. Now, but Maricopa County has to count one to two million votes. Can't if that. That's how many people live there. I don't know how many votes there actually. Have. Probably six, seven hundred thousand, if that. They can't count them. Even here, here we are, 4.4 million living in Maricopa. Oh, wow, because it does include Phoenix. So I don't know how many people cast ballots. So we'll just, we'll just say they have 2 million people. That's a lot because 50% of the population didn't vote. We know that. So they can't, they can't count 2 million uh, votes in the amount of time that it, it, it takes Florida to count 22 million votes, or that's the representation of the population. All right, go to the next one for me. All right, here we go, and here we are. Who's, who's, in, the, who's in the counting centers? Look who was inside. This is from, I can't pronounce that, Barbara 0320 up there. Look who was inside the ballot rooms, but the very person running for governor in the, in the, in the state of Arizona. And I, I don't know exactly which ballot room that is, but how many of us want to guess that it's Maricopa County? There, you shouldn't be in a ballot counting room. I mean, I know this is absolute insanity, which used to be absolute uh, just absolute intelligence is now absolute insanity, which used to be absolute sanity is now absolute insanity. 
it's I mean, it's absolute insanity for me to presume that Katie Hobbs, who herself is running for governor, is in a ballot room where they're counting ballots. I mean, does anybody else say, you know what, this seems like this might be a little corrupt? Or is that a threat to our democracy to say that? All right, go to the next one for me. Rumble video, poll pads in Texas, adding voters. So these, these poll pads actually count the amount of people that have voted from that poll pad. You go up, they vote from the poll pad, or they're registered from that poll pad. And as the night goes on, without any new voters coming in, the poll pads start adding numbers of voters. Play it for me, Will. I mean, that's more money. Hers jumps from 300 to 900. And finally, that's 600. I'm still losing. I'm now at 817. Amazing. I'm not at 617. It is 7 o'clock. I know we're all physically watching and being. Well, it's going to be contested because they were already saying that there was not going to be any results tonight. Yeah, it is going to go over a week. I mean, so there you go, right there, right in front of your eyes. Now, what well, the question is: Will we do anything about it? Okay, the, the four major, the four problems why Republicans lose elections. The four reasons Republicans lose elections are establishment GOP, no money, no message, and corrupt elections. And nobody's done a daggum thing about it. Not one thing. Actually, re-voted in Brad Raffensperger because Democrats are allowed to vote in Republican primaries in the state of Georgia. So Brad Raffensperger, who makes sure that he secures corrupt elections inside of Georgia by meeting with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie six months before 2020 to make sure that it was impossible to adjudicate ballots in Georgia, he wins again. So nobody's done a daggum thing about it. Did Rona McDaniel come out against Brad Raffensperger? Didn't Lindsey Graham come out against Brad Raffensperger? Did Brian Kemp come out against Brad Raffensperger? Absolutely not. And by the way, my son just told me Adam Laxalt, the election for senator in the state of Nevada, Adam Laxalt, the election was just called for his Democratic Party rival. And of course, Matt, the Blake Masters, it was called for his Democratic Party rival in Arizona. So the, both of these states, which can't count votes, lo and behold, you have guys that were well up in the polls. Both Masters, I can't say well up because Masters had a slim lead. Laxalt had a near double digit lead. But lo and behold, after they drag out the elections for days, here we are still to this day. Not all of these ballots have been counted yet. Even the elections that they've called. That's why Blake Masters refused to concede, has refused to concede so far. So they, what they do is, I mean, we all know, they sit there and they go, you know, how many votes do we need to win? Let's drag it out. We'll get some time. And lo and behold, all these votes just continue to show up. I've just shown you corruption from on the day of the day of race. I've showed you corruption from the day after where in Maricopa County, they're mixing in non-counted votes with counted votes until they got caught. If they weren't caught, all of those Republican votes would have been counted, would have never have been counted because they were put in the counted bin prior to being counted. I know that sounds confusing, but it's not. But that's what they've been doing. And it's what nothing, none of this, none of this was ever dealt with. Where's, where's the RNC attorneys? 
Where are they? Why is that? Why is that RNC not hired Harmeet Dillon to put together an election task force using the millions upon millions upon millions of dollars that comes into the RNC instead of actually funding funneling it to run against MAGA content, uh, MAGA uh, candidates? Why don't they actually use that money? to unseat corrupt election officials. And by the way, most of the corrupt election officials are in what party? The Republican Party. You're actually, Sarah Palin just came out and said, you know what, I'm basically, she's glad it's over because all I've had to do is fight against the GOP. I mean, Sarah Palin would be a a daggum good congresswoman coming out of Alaska. Very conservative, very pro-life, small government, big military, all the things that we believe in. Obviously, clubs for the closed southern border. But who 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 sent money against her? The GOP. Who if you try to if you actually try right now and listen to Steve Bannon whenever you have a chance. If you really want to know things, listen to Steve Bannon. You're like Tom, shouldn't you be telling us to listen to you? Well, yeah, listen to me. But you know who I listen to? I listen to Steve Bannon, Steve Bongino, and Tucker Carlson, as well as many others that I follow on Twitter that put out put out the truth. But if you actually go and try to be a precinct captain or a precinct committeeman, committeeman. Because there's four, but prior to this election, there's 40,000 Republican openings and basically no Democratic Party openings. Strange, isn't it, how they run the elections? Just like we're seeing right now, just extenuate, extenuate, extenuate until, lo and behold, all the ballots needed manifest themselves for a Democratic Party victory. But if you go and you try and you say, you know what, I'm a Trump person, I'm a MAGA person, see, just so everybody knows, I'm not a Trump person. I, I vote for Trump because he's a Tom person. He's an Aaron person. He's a will person. He's a Tommy person. He's Oprah's. Those are all the people in my studio right now who are hard right wingers. We're pro-life. We're anti-transgender agenda. We're anti-second canceling the Second Amendment. We're for the closing the southern border. All the limits. I mean, not just limits on abortion, but outlawing abortion for all those things. You go in there and you try to do that. You're not reasonable. So the GOP, your local GOP, will stand against you. That will be your major opposition. Not the Democrats. They're not involved in local GOP politics. You go and try to be a precinct captain and precinct commitment, and you're a MAGA person. They will come up to you. And I just use MAGA for simplicity of conversation. I'm really not affiliating that with Donald Trump, although I love Trump. He's done a really stupid thing coming out against DeSantis, but, you know, that's his business. He can suffer the consequences of it. But your main opposition will be the Republican Party because the Republicans, listen, all of them, in the establishment GOP, want to be deemed as reasonable. That is their God. Just like the modern God inside of the evangelical movement is, I have to appear caring. Even if that means I violate the Bible, even if that means that I'm disobedient to the Bible, I have to appear caring to the world. So hopefully some of those people will come into my church because I appear caring. That's their doctrinal God. And the doctrinal God inside of the, of the GOP, establishment GOP, is I need to appear reasonable. Not, not a conspiracy theorist. I can't ever be considered somebody who would question an election. I need to make sure that I open every statement with, you know what, I got vaxxed too, because I need to appear reasonable. It's like all the COVID caving Christians early on in March of 2020. I don't want to be considered uncaring. Oh, they're going to violate the Bible though, aren't you? You're going to violate violate the Bible so that you look compassionate. You're going to strap a mask on, take an experimental gene-altering vaccination, stand six feet apart, all of which are bold-faced lies, 
Because you didn't study to show yourself approved. You're destroyed for lack of knowledge. 2 Timothy 2.15, Hosea 4.6, violating the word of God, lying, putting a 2022, 2021, 2020 swastika on your face, a muzzle, all bold-faced lies to do absolutely nothing. You're going to do that because you need your, you are living in accordance to your God. Your God is, I need to appear compassionate. But as a, but you're going to, to obey is better than sacrifice, let alone to obey is better, better than just wanting to appear to be something. And that's the problem inside of the modern GOP. All right, switching off of elections. This is a big story. I, I do not have any expertise in this area. This is the FTX story all about cryptocurrencies. And I am about as dumb as you can get on all this stuff, but it's a major story and it ties into CBDCs. So we're going to look at it. Nothing special video. I could talk about FTX uh, collapse for an hour's on end, but here's a 99 second uh, synopsis. Play for me, Will. This is Sam Bankman-Fried. People call him SBF. He's the founder of FTX. He also controlled a crypto hedge fund called Alameda Research, but that's all gone now. He wants you to think he's a sweet guy. He even brought in a famous YouTuber who called him the most generous man in the world. Yep, that happened. Truth is, Sam Bankman-Fried is a liar and a crook. His personal crypto FTX token was basically a Ponzi scheme hidden below layers of Moonbro jargon. He even went on Bloomberg's podcast and bragged about it. Yep, that happened. He used his Ponzi token as collateral to borrow billions of real dollars that he couldn't pay back. He then used those real dollars to build an empire out of dying companies like Voyager and BlockFi. This led Jim Cramer to call him the new JP Morgan. That's weird. It's not like Jim Cramer to promote a billionaire con artist. SBF sold people cryptos like Bitcoin, or so they thought. What they really bought from SBF was an IOU. But as long as everyone didn't cash in their IOU at the same time, the scheme worked. Until it didn't. This other a-hole who hates SBF came along and engineered a bank run with some passive-aggressive tweets. It worked. SBF didn't have enough money to repay everyone at once, and now his customers have lost everything. He'll be happy to know that this is exactly how every bank in the world operates. So where did all the money go? He misappropriated $4 billion trying to save his failing hedge fund. Whoops, that's a felony. He spent $21 million on Super Bowl commercials, $5 million for the big guy, $40 million in campaign donations. I wonder what he wanted in return. And everyone who's pointing at this story and saying, This is exactly why we need to regulate crypto. Remember that SBF stole billions. That's already a crime. And he spent a lot of it on bribing politicians. Also a crime in order to create a crypto monopoly for himself. Government regulations don't protect the customers. They protect the crooks. That's exactly what SBF was trying trying to do. Uh, so, yeah, so you have FTX, cryptocurrency company, which is really just a, a, basically a, a Ponzi scheme, like a pyramid scheme almost. There's absolutely nothing to it. $5 million worth of donations directly to Joe Biden's campaign. Strange, isn't it? I wonder how much he gave to the RNC. Absolutely nothing. But he did give $40 million. This is on top now. Of the $5 million he gave to the Biden campaign, he gave $40 million to the DNC. Was also the Sam Bankman Freed was also, you have to look at, I'll get deep into this in a second, of how on purpose all of this stuff is. So Sam Bankman Freed was also known as a notorious COVID Nazi. It's shocking, isn't it? $55 million to Biden, $40 million to the DNC, noted COVID Nazi. All right, go on to the next one for me. Uh, Gateway Pundit picked. Bankruptcy court should immediately call back $40, $40 million in recent donations to the DNC from CEO of failed crypto FTX. I just wanted you to see it. They did give actually give $40 million, $40 million with an M to the DNC. Go to the next one for me, Will. Breaking exclusive also from the Gateway Pundit. Tens of billions of U.S. dollars were transferred to Ukraine. Then, strange how it all ties together, isn't it? 
and then using FTS cryptocurrency, the funds were laundered back to Republicans, Democrats in the U.S. You have Ukraine tied in again. Why is that exactly? Well, you at Ukraine, which is totally and completely CBDC, i.e. crypto, crypto and CBDC, uh, central bank controlled uh, central bank uh, uh, currencies, they are actually one and the same. They really are because they're all digital currencies. Crypto, uh, central bank digital currency, they're all digital currencies that can be shut off. A, a valve can be shut off at any time. You're like, no, I've cashed. Where? No, if it's digital, there is no cash. I have gold. No, there is no gold. There is no backup. That's the plan. Now, it's funny how all of this money gets laundered into the Ukraine, which, by the way, the Ukraine is already cashless. Their entire culture, their entire society is CBDC. It is already, totally. There is zero cash. There is zero cash uh, in, in the Ukraine. But tens of billions of U.S. dollars were transferred to the Ukraine. And then using FTX cryptocurrency, the funds were laundered back. This is just like the Bidens again. Isn't it just like the Bidens? Just keep sending money into the into the Ukraine and somehow maybe through Burisma, as it was in, in the Hunter Biden case, through Burisma, it ends up back in the hands. So they take your taxpayer dollars, put it into cryptocurrency, i.e. FTX, and then your taxpayer dollars are then laundered into private dollars, which then end up back in the hands of Democrats. What was taxpayer dollars is now their own private money. Funny how it all works out, isn't it? So it doesn't work out for you and me, but it does work out for the Bidens and the DNC. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. Now, here we go. Former President George Bush, just letting you know who's on whose side everybody's on. Former President George, speaking of Ukraine, just a little Ukraine side note here. Since we're talking about Ukraine, former President George W. Bush and Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky will hold a public conversation. Oh, strange, isn't it? No, what, what side is George W. Bush on? The World Economic Forum. He's a globalist leftist pretending to be a Republican so he can fool you into think, thinking that he's fighting for you, but actually he's ushering forward the exact opposite of everything you believe in. The exact, the exact opposite. But President Vol- uh, Volodymyr Zelensky will hold a public conversation uh, conversation in Dallas amid questions among House Republicans about the importance of continuing to send money and aid to Ukraine for its fight against Russia. See, when it talks like a duck, acts like a duck, quacks like a duck, and paddles around in a, in a pond like a duck, it's a duck. So whoever it is that's pimping and whoring for money to go to the Ukraine is a Democrat. You know, Tom, there's Republicans that do it. They're Democrats. I don't care who they are. They're either Democrats or on the verge of being a Democrat. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they came out and said, you know what? We just rejoice in the Dobbs decision uh, decision overturning Roe v. Wade. Understand they're saying that because they are playing a role. Playing a role to fool you into thinking people are fighting for you. Understand that. What benefit is there to the United States at all in sending money to the Ukraine? Absolutely not. But you got George W. Bush, which by the way, him and Karl Rove, we're actively campaigning against MAGO Republicans. Just so you know, just so you know who it is that you're contending with, just because they have an R in front of their name, doesn't mean you believe in them. Just like you don't believe people when they tell you it's a medical emergency either. We found out in recent history over the last 31 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, all you have to do is put out this a medical emergency and everybody in the church in America, everybody in the church worldwide, every conservative will say, how high do you need me to jump? I'll do whatever you say as long as you call it a medical emergency. So now they know the path. Now they know the path. And here all you got to do is say, we're, 
defending democracy, even though Zelensky is nowhere near a democratic leader. And I don't say that in terms of the Democratic Party, because definitely a Democratic Party style leader, which means a totalitarian. That's what he is. They have a single party because he's eliminated all opposition parties and all opposition media. The only media in the Ukraine is his approved TV channel that basically sings songs all day long about how great Voldemar Zelensky is. And now George W. Bush, some sort of who, who will claim to be a defender of democracy, will go and call that a democracy and tell you to send billions of dollars to that country to defend democracy. All right, pick, mediate, a mediate pick, Bush and Obama to hold conferences on disinformation. So just so you know, this is the synergistic, false synergistic tension that I've always spoke at, um, ad nauseum. It's all a fraud. And all it is, just a total and complete fraud because you have Bush and Obama teaming up to hold conferences on disinformation, on the disinformation threat uh, right after Trump's big announcement. So you got Trump is supposedly going to announce he's going to run on November 15th. He should probably not do that right now, but he's going to do it. So he's going to announce he's going to run and these two are going to come out against him. There, so you have George W. Bush who's going to come out against a pro-life, closed borders, big military, small government, low taxes, a myriad of other things, pro-Israel, Republican candidate George W. Bush is going to come out and call him a bold-faced liar. Even though George W. Bush promised that he would move the American embassy to Jerusalem and never did it. And by the way, so did his father. By the way, so did Ronald Reagan. None of them did it until Donald Trump came along. And you know me, I'm an equal opportunity offender. I have my differences with Trump. Although if Trump runs again, I'll vote for him. And if it's him and DeSantis, I'll have to make a decision. But if it's Trump by himself against any Democrat, I'll be voting for him. But there's still, you know, whose side everybody's on. Bush and Obama are indistinguishable. And there are long ties going back between the Bushes, the CIA, and the Obamas. It's not conspiracy theory. It's absolute truth. Don't, absolute truth. Don't be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Wittgenstein video. Here we have John Kerry. We desperately need money. So what I'm hearkening back because I... I kind of went off course here when I talked about the Bush, Obama, and then, you know, George W. Bush talking about sending billions to Ukraine. But what I was originally talking about was cryptocurrencies and slash CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. So I'm talking about all this. Now, what's the plan behind all this? They just say, you know, we need tons of money. Well, they, well, they use CBDCs, cryptocurrencies, to send billions into the Ukraine, launder it in the Ukraine, and then it gets sent back via FTX or any other crypto carrier into the hands of Democrat politicians, Democrat individuals, or Democratic Party political operations. That's the plan. So why, do, why does John Kerry say what he does here? Play it for me, Will. Once the rules get fully worked out and everybody's in a comfort place, hopefully this will be implemented because we desperately need the money. There is not enough money in any country in the world to actually solve this problem. It takes trillions, and no government that I know of is ready to put trillions into this on an annual basis. That's what the scientists and the UN finance report say we must do. Two and a half to four and a half trillion every year for the next 30 years. Don't hold me to the numbers because I want to make sure maybe Aaron remembered. Did he say two and a half to four trillion per year? That's what it needs to go. That, by the way, is coming from either all of us or the United States. It's not clear. But two and a half to four trillion per year in perpetuity needs to be spent 
to cha- to finance this climate change operation, which is simply to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. It's all a scam. Could it be that the whole FTX thing is a scam? To usher in the following. Put up this picture for me, Will. Here we have, here we go. Uh, from the Gateway Pundit, Janet Yellen, now Treasury Secretary for the Biden administration, calls for crypto to be regulated after Biden mega donor collapses, Biden mega donor, not not Republican mega donor, not Trump mega donor. I wonder, I wonder why FTX hasn't been anybody wondering why FTX hasn't been raided by the FBI yet. You know, strange, strange, isn't it? You you have Trump get raided in Mar-a-Lago for doing absolutely nothing. They're actually following the FBI's orders. Hey, put an extra padlock on that, and then they put the extra padlock on it. And two weeks later, the the uh, the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, the FBI, raids and cuts off the padlock they ordered to be put on. And lo and behold, you have a mega Democratic Party donor, FTX, go bankrupt. It's kind of funny how it works. So they got all the money first and then all of the benefit afterwards. Now leave this up because I don't want to figure where I'm at. It's, only, it's exactly like COVID. All of the benefits and none of the downsides. None of it goes to the DNC. None of it. Ever. ever. You, know, you have the DNC because it's Bill Gates, DNC, Democratic Party, globalist leftist. Anthony Fauci, Democratic Party, globalist leftist. Rochelle Walensky, Democratic Party, globalist leftist. Fake Francis Collins, who claims to be an evangelical, but is pro, pro-butchering of the unborn. So Democratic Party, globalist leftist. And besides Rochelle Walensky, she wasn't the CDC director yet. They all had a part. Yet NIH, NIH director, NAIA, NAIAD director, Anthony Fauci, NIH director, uh, uh, Francis Collins, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation of Vaccines, uh, Anthony Fauci on the Bill and Melinda Gates Board of for Vaccines, all contributing tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, creating the vaccine, that the creating the virus to get to the vaccine, which is to implement their globalist control using vaccine mandates. Funny how it always works out for them. They're not afraid. They're all flying around with their private jets to, to COP27 right now. They've, they've created their problem that they, they say needs a global solution, which you'll make all the sacrifice for. They're not afraid of it all. Just like they weren't afraid of COVID. They're all caught maskless. Deborah Burks flying around in private jets ma- ma- maskless to go home and see her elderly parents maskless. Anthony Fauci caught numerous times maskless. Uh, Gavin Newsom, not afraid of their own agenda at all. It goes the same thing here. So they have, they have FTX, gives them what we know of right now, $45 million to Joe Biden and the DNC. And then it goes under. So just it, that, that going under benefits them because now they're going to look to regulate all cryptocurrencies, just like they want to regulate the internet, just like they regulate social media, just like we, were, we, we put out, what, two weeks ago, that the entire time, the entire Biden administration, and prior to the Biden administration, but, you know, basically 16, 17, 18, and 19, there was a back door to the DOJ and the Biden administration, when the Biden administration was implemented, straight to the FBI, I mean, straight to Facebook, Twitter, and social media companies. They could just send in direct messages via backdoor email channels directly to social media sites to big tech and say this is what we want regulated they're doing the same thing here they want to be able to regulate this because it's leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point which is like a vaccine passport a green card a common pass a mark on your right hand or on your forehead 
So here we go. Janet Yellen calls for crypto to be regulated. Funny how it always works out for them. After billion Biden mega million dollar donor collapses multi-million dollar crypto Ponzi scheme. So it seems to work out perfectly for them once again. Go to the next one for me. Wittgenstein video. Here's an explanation because this is what it's all about of, of CBDC's IE digital currency. Play it for me, Will. The technology enablers are now there, and we're going to be making that transition, just as we are into self-driving cars, into things like digital currency transactions without hardly even noticing it. For example, when you buy that cup of coffee at Starbucks and you pay on your mobile phone, it could be that the application program interface in your phone last week flipped from using your bank account to a payment system based on digital currencies. And you might have gotten a brief notice with five pages of fine print saying, I agree at the end. And as long as you hit that button, you just made that transition without noticing it. I think it could be at the consumer level as quick as that. That's not to say that it's simple. Hundreds of billions of dollars of technology, software and hardware need to be uh, built around this, particularly software, and a lot of legal work and a lot of regulatory work. And the central banks have to go along with it before it'll be allowed because it's a concern. It's part of the money supply and central banks will be responsible for monitoring that. And there are some countries that are thinking about it. China, Sweden, those are two countries that are currently contemplating introducing digital currencies at the national level through the central banks of those countries. So change is coming, and I'm very interested in studying the implications of that change. So there you go. Now that's about CBDCs. Again, central bank digital currency. You're going to hear it all the time. It's easy to say it. CBDCs. So that's what he's talking about. Remember what that's all about is if you have nothing, if you have no collateral at all, that's what this is about. You having no collateral at all. Well, you know what? I'll have digital currency. You know, like we've, we've all been using our debit cards for years, but behind the debit card is a cash account. You can go to a machine and get cash out. That will no longer exist. Understand, well, I'll, I'll keep my money in gold. If, if we have CBDCs, gold is done, cash is done, silver is done, all precious, uh, all precious metals, done, it's over. Understand, that's the goal. That's why they want you in an electric car. Tom, you're a right-wing conspiracy theorist. You're supposed to be a pastor of a church. Have you ever read the book of Revelation? It's why you don't put a mask on. It's why you don't capitulate. It's why you don't cooperate. It's why you don't collude. It's why, it's why you don't comply. There's an anti-Christ spirit that will manifest in beast one, beast two, and the dragon. And when their aim is to cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name, Revelation 13, 16, and 17, you know that, and then you see the proliferation of the vaccine passports, the very ones that you as a Christian, if you wore a mask, if you locked down your church, if you quarantined, if you stood six feet apart, pipped and hoard vaccines, you helped to usher in 
the QR coded marks of the, 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 the precursors for the marks of the beast on people's phones where they couldn't buy, sell, trade, or travel without that QR coded mark of the beast vaccine passport on their phone. And no, it's not the, the mark of the beast yet. It's a precursor, a skid greaser for the mark of the beast. And the one thing that, that Stanford professor said that was wrong was, well, there's a couple of things. First, he says, China's thing about China's fully implemented CBDCs. That's it. Social credit system, CBDCs, if you throw your gum on the parking lot, uh, on, on the concrete, on the sidewalk, smoke cigarettes, buy it, you can't buy guns there. You do anything the government doesn't like, you get a deduction out of your account. What is that? What are they, PayPal? Yeah, that's what PayPal's, a globalist, leftist institution that is ushering in, le- trying to leverage you, ushering in the globalist leftist narrative, which is globalist leftist agenda, which is what? To leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. That's what it's all about. Look at this right here. Look at this picture. You may not be able to see a whole lot of it, but you can see, um, you can see the colors on it. I'm going to read you the colors. This is the state. It's actually titled, of course, you can see it. The State of Central Bank Digital Currencies, i.e. CBDCs. The yellow, right, the yellow that you see on the picture. Yeah, make it as big as you can. Even, there you go. That's perfect. That's good right there, actually. The yellow that you see on there is it means that it's launched. You see one country at the bottom in Africa. It's launched it. Blue means that they're researching it. Notice where the United States is. And by the way, Biden administration has passed a bill to fund the research into CBDCs. That's happening right now. Right-wing conspiracy theorists. Yeah, just like I was a right-wing conspiracy theorist when I said that the whole point of COVID-19 was to get to the vaccine mandates and the vaccine passports where the entire European Union, Australia, New York City, Israel, Canada couldn't buy, sell, trade, or travel without their QR code on their phone. Strange how that lines up, coincides with the book of Revelation 13, 14. Strange, isn't it? But I'm a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm a truth teller. And you're afraid to stand in the truth. If you're somebody who wore a mask, you're a COVID capitulator. If you haven't repented yet, if you repented of it, we're all good. But if you haven't yet, understand that I'm a truth teller and you're compliant with baby butchers, compliant with gun grabbers, because the same people ushering the COVID narrative, ushering in the COVID tyrannical agenda are the same people who want to violate the Second Amendment, take your guns, the same people who want to butcher the unborn, the same people who want drag shows at your kid's elementary school, the same people who drive the transgender and homosexual narrative and agendas, same people, WEF, same people. And all of the Christians took their marching orders. How fast can I put my mask on? How fast, how fast can I vax? How fast can I close my church? How fast can I social distance? How fast can I quarantine my healthy family? You didn't study to show yourself approved. And here it comes again. Will you stand? Will you stand? Will you vote against these things? Will you stand against things? Or are you just going to go buy your Tesla and comply again? Because you, you listen, you'll, you'll comply. Listen, the love, most Christians are going to take the mark of the beast. I know that bar, that absolutely defies many people's theology, but m- most Christians' theology is not the Bible. For most Christians, they would never let the Bible violate their own theology. The love of most Christians, Matthew 24, 10, will grow cold at that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray each other and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold but he who stands firm to the end will be saved 
Sorry, Calvinists. You love John Calvin more than you love the Bible. That's Matthew. Jesus talking 24, 10 through 13. Read the Bible. Stand in the Bible. Everything in my life is the Bible. When I look at this, I'm thinking Revelation 13. I'm looking Revelation 14. And a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels, in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Revelation chapter 14, 9 through 11. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Revelation 14, 12 and 13. You need to, listen, you got to hop out of your religiosity and your, your religion, if you want to call it that, your faith, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So your faith should be the word of God. Not being nice. Not appearing cooperative. It doesn't, it doesn't say be a good neighbor. It says love your neighbor. Love means what? Preach God to them. You need to preach the book of Revelation to people, not comply with the world, not comply to the unsaved. You need to preach to the unsaved and not have the unsaved preaching to you. This is what's happening. So here's the green. Is every, the green that you see, look at all that green. Russia, China, all are in a pilot program, and it's way beyond a pilot program in China. Pink means that it's inactive. Hardly anybody's pink except for, looks like uh, Egypt and Finland. Hardly anybody's pink. Light blue means it's in a development stage, which that's Canada. You have Brazil down there, India. Purple means that it's canceled, and that's like, uh, I can't tell exactly which ones. And my producer here just told me, the only people that have canceled it so far are Senegal and Ecuador. Which, by the way, Joe Biden is sending your tax dollars to fund Ecuadorian drag shows. That's an absolute fact, by the way. All right, go to the next one for me. Well, I'll just do this in here because it's all about bankrupting. They, they control you to bankrupt you. They can easily just turn the faucet off. And now, of course, we're not at digital. We're not at CBDCs yet in the United States, not exclusively. We're in the research phase funded by the Biden administration, which was pretty much secretly passed through executive order. Alex Jones ordered to pay for another, to pay another $473 million. So he's just shy of a billion dollars. And by the way, they want him to pay, I believe, $1.73 trillion is what the family's not. And again, let me just state this to you. You can't defame a dead person. And I know that sounds really mean. Kids died. Alex Jones was wrong in like the four times that he questioned it. But he didn't commit any defamation. You can't. Defamation, which is what he's losing all that money for. You cannot defame a dead person. Defamation means that you are keeping somebody from making a living. You have hurt their reputation so bad that you that they no longer can make a living. They no longer can get a job. They can no longer supply an income to themselves or their family. That's what defamation is. How's that got anything to do with this? It doesn't. They want to haul you in front of blue courts and blue districts, and that's exactly what they're doing with, with Alex Jones, making sure that they try him in Hartford, make sure they try Bannon in D.C., Make sure they try Alex Jones 
Navarro, D.C., Peter Navarro, Alex Jones in Austin, Texas, all blue areas. That's what this is all about. All right, shifting to vaccines. Justin Hart video. Here's the new normal. Play it for me, Will. Uh, commercial CMV, that's commercial vehicles. Yes. There you go. That's the new normal. That was, You know what that was? That was at the hearing for the Freedom Convoy, the trucker convoy. What was the trucker convoy about? It was about protesting vaccine mandates. And here you have the new normal. This is all normal now. We're just supposed to... Don't be assimilated. Don't let your heart be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. This is not normal to have healthy people formerly healthy people never had a health problem in their life standing at a podium and passing out unconscious it's not normal it's not normal for to have 28 percent more athletes die now than we had five years ago on the field justin trudeau tweet so here's just so that was at a basically a justin trudeau hearing where they're looking into what happened with the trucker convoy, where he put out his emergency powers act, remember, and started confiscating truckers' bank accounts. That's Justin Trudeau. And then you have a guy drop right in the middle of it. Never happened before. Don't don't you go ahead, re, re, go go look back in all the the annals of time on social media and find all of the weather people, athletes, politicians standing at podiums dropping. Fine, fine. You know why you won't find any? Because there isn't any. But now there is because we have new things called SADS, sudden adult death syndrome, new things called VADS, where kids are basically born without an immune system. And then what does Justin Trudeau tell, uh, Justin Trudeau tell you? I put, made sure I put the date because I didn't have room for it on the bottom of the tweet. 11-9-22. What is today? 12? So three days ago, right? So three days ago, after this guy drops to the podium, what does Justin Trudeau say? Oh, you know what? Let's all get boosted. We have people drop. We have politicians dropping at podiums. No problem whatsoever. Let's all get, if you're eligible for your booster, but haven't yet rolled up your sleeve, or if your kids aren't up to, to date, although they banned it, in the European Union, which couldn't be any more leftist, run by Ursula von der Leyen, she says, you know what? We're not going to vaccinate anybody under the age of 18 with the Moderna drug. But in Canada and the United States of America, we're going to vaccinate everybody six months and above with Moderna? With Pfizer, no efficacy proven in any way except for reverse efficacy, which means that people actually caught COVID. They were more likely to catch COVID if vaccinated than if they were unvaccinated. So we have reverse efficacy going in their vaccine trials, which is why they wanted them sequestered for 75 years. And But that doesn't hold back Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau will never let truth, facts, data, scientific research, the science, he will never let that get in the way of his globalist leftist leverage you into a one-world commerce system where he is at the spigot of your CBDC. That's what he wants. That's what it's been about from day one. And if you strapped a mask on or you locked down, you quarantined, Make sure you're six feet apart. Pimped and hoard vaccines from the pulpit of your church. You are ushering forward demons like Justin Trudeau. You are ushering forward a demonic antichrist spirit agenda. It is on you, Christians. That's why I love, I hope CTN keeps me on. I love being on CTN because I know that I'm reaching people that I don't usually reach and you're getting so ticked off and you want to turn me off, but you can't because what I'm saying is coming out of the Bible. And what you believe in is your own manifestation of Jesus Christ. 
I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. Psalm 138 too. You magnify your own loving kindness, your own manifestation of Jesus. If I put a mask on, everybody will think that I'm compassionate. That's not Christ-like. It's got nothing to do with the Bible. So why are you doing it? Ask yourself before you do something, why am I doing it? What well am I pulling from? That's my message tomorrow here at Foundation Church. What well am I pulling from? What perspective am I pulling from? If the darkness is in you, if the, if the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? That all talks about perspective in Matthew chapter 6, verse 23. If you're making spiritual decisions based on, will I appear to be this way? Or will I appear to be reasonable? Will I appear to be compassionate? Will I appear to be kind or nice? Instead of what's in the Bible, you're a heretic. And if you're a pastor, you're preaching heresy. You make decisions based on what's in the Bible. He took up our infirmities. He carried our diseases. He didn't say get a vaccine and wear a mask. And the vaccines are doing the opposite of the kindness that you espouse. Take your vaccine, be safe. Take it you know, to, to save your grandma. They don't stop transmission. They don't stop infection. They cause myocarditis. They cause pericarditis. They cause pulmonary embolisms, i.e. strokes. They, they, they cause the body they cause the body to fight against its own immune system called antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. You're not loving anyway. It's all false. Your love is false if you capitulated to the COVID narrative. Have you repented? Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report. Strange, just keep happening every day, every day, every day. Remember how, do you guys remember? I'm asking people in, that you can't see. You remember how we, if an NFL football player ever died, we'd be shocked. Well, not anymore. They're dying all over the place. Former athletes, never had health problems in their life, dropping dead all over the globe. Former San Diego Chargers defensive end, Adrian Dingle, dies suddenly at age 45. No reason, just drops dead. All over, these are all over, all over social media. Dr. Ray video, Dr. Pina McAuliffe on Alex Jones. Play it for me, Will. The body doesn't break this stuff down. This stuff is indestructible. So every shot is permanent in the human body now. We have very good understanding. Well, but can it be aerosolized too? But, you know, there are attempts to do this. I'm not an expert in all the routes of administration. But, uh, you know, a, a review paper that's summarized in my Substack this morning has indicated that, you know, the history of this is not good. Messenger RNA vaccine for HIV completely failed, caused way too much in, in inflammation uh, and side effects. Now we had COVID-19 vaccines have just been a disaster. And guess what's coming? MNRA vaccines for influenza and both Pfizer and cancer and, and Pfizer and Moderna have announced these. And it's going to be combined with the bivalent COVID booster because they never want it to end. So now they've got to go and they've got to use these mRNA vaccinations, which they'll use the flu to grandfather in their EUA. That's the, that's the planet. It's, a, it's an endless perpetuation of the medical tyrannical state, which is a representative of the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one world commerce system. Ty, Ty Lemon tweet. 
American deaths, Pearl Harbor, 2,300. Mexican U.S. War, 13,000. Spanish U.S. War, 2,400. Gulf War, 258. Afghanistan, 2,451. Because we had to make sure we stand there and laundered money for the Democratic Party for 30 years. Iraq, 4,400. 9-11, basically 3,000. Mass shootings, 2,372. I don't know how accurate that number is. But total vaccine deaths. Now that was, look at this Afghanistan alone. That's 20 years. Iraq, 20 years we're sitting there. And we have about 7,000 deaths. I'll round it up. 7,000 deaths. In one year, we have 31,000 vax deaths, which, by the way, that's a singular reporting mechanism into the VAR system, which is controlled by the CDC. There are 11 tributaries into 11 reporting mechanisms into the VAR system. That is one of 11. So it's really 31,000 times 11. Those are the facts. And in 31,000 people have dropped dead from the vaccine. Nobody says a word on the left. Just people like me and you are warned for it. Milk Bar video. Here's Joe Rogan being right about everything. Play it for me. Podcaster Joe Rogan, who is a frequent spreader of COVID misinformation, was uh, fact-checked on his show in real time. Here it is. For young boys in particular, there's an adverse risk associated with the vaccine. It's like yes. a two to four fold increase in the um, instances of myocarditis. So the latest in the fight against COVID-19 and a new recommendation from the Florida Surgeon General. He's now recommending against the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine for men of certain ages. The department says the analysis found an 84% increase in cardiac related death amongst males 18 to 39 within 28 days following the vaccination. You know that there's an increased risk of myocarditis in, among that age cohort from getting COVID as well. I'm going to be looking at a study. And what it did, it looked at a large cohort of people who'd had COVID diagnosed by PCR. Oh, I wish I could show you that whole video, but I can't. I've only got eight seconds left. I love you all. Join me tomorrow right here at Foundation Church. Do not miss. See you on Tuesday or Sunday. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything, protection the Bible, church the Bible.